Welcome to the Global Wellness HQ family of podcasts. We are your international headquarters for resources and ideas and insight in relation to the nine elements of holistic wellness. Join us as we interview local and international wellness experts and learn how you can implement and improve one element or dimension of wellness at a time. Our experts will share their practical tips on wellness in one of these core areas. Emotional, intellectual, occupational, physical, environmental, financial, spiritual, social, or habitual. We created our family of podcasts as a resource for anyone who is looking to integrate the nine elements of holistic wellness into their daily lives. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Global Wellness HQ podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to share something called the adoption curve. And this is taken um, from E.M. Rogers' book, Diffusion of Innovations, 5th edition. And I just want to acknowledge that. Um, So there's a couple of angles I want to take this from. The first is how we adopt technology is going to determine how we work, how we function, how comfortable we are. And the other angle is from our customer's point of view, if we're selling something, we need to match it to our customers. So there are always going to be early adopters. There are going to be late adopters. If we're selling an early adopter type product, we have to tailor our customer journey, our everything to those early adopters. If we're dealing with laggards, we have a different message. But the reality is, if we look at this from a a holistic point of view, this will help us understand our audience. So bear with me, I'm going to cover this. Um, And these are my words, not someone else's. But basically, if we look at how people adopt technology, we have a standard bell curve, and you don't need to worry about that. The image is really, really simple. About 2.5% of the world is innovators. They're always the ones who, you know, they line up the night before to get the latest new phone. They line up. They want things before everybody else has has them. And by the way, you might be an innovator in one thing and a laggard in something else. But the thing about innovators is they're impatient and they value having a thing before everyone else does. So they want to be the the reviewers, the advance. They want the new technology before anyone else has it. Um, they want to take it apart. They want to break it. They want to understand it. They want to fix it before everyone else. Basically, we can thank these people. They're the beta testers. They're the ones who work out the bugs and the kinks so that early adopters can come in. As I said, 2.5% of the population are innovators. 13.5% are early adopters. So these are the people that will go a day or two after. They wait and let the innovators test and break things before they buy. And I'll get into the psychology of all of this. The next group, and this is tied for the largest group, 34% are the early majority. These are the people that might get a new product or service um, three to six months after the early adopters. And on the other side of the bell curve, we have the 
other largest group tied for number one, the late majority, they're very skeptical. And so they'll buy something maybe a year after, let it be tested and proven. And then we have the laggards. They're very traditional. They'll change very slowly. Um, these people probably still have rotary phones. Um, maybe not, but they definitely have the flip phones. They're not looking for new technology. They like the status quo. They're very traditional. So what this means is if you're comfortable, you're on average in the late majority stage, you're going to be more skeptical um, if you're in the early majority, you're going to be more deliberate, but you're you're going to take some chances, but very measured chances. And what that means for you, for your behavior, is if you try to do something at a different level, you're going to feel discomfort. If you're a natural laggard, any attempts to give you new technology are going to frustrate you, cause you grief, anger, resentment. You're not going to be happy. Same with uh, on the innovator side, if somebody tries to give you old technology, you will push back hard. Um, early adopters, they're comfortable, they're flexible, they're willing to try new things, but they don't want to be the first to try. So you need to be really, really clear where you sit in this, because that's going to determine where you're comfortable in life. Now, the other piece is if we're talking about our customers, if we have a very innovative product and our current client base is mainly laggards, guess how well that's going to go over. We're gonna have a lot of research and development, a lot of innovation, we're gonna get excited, big launch and crickets. So you need to tie what you do to your primary audience and the good news is if you want to change audiences, you can change that, but it's going to be slow. I wouldn't throw out the old audience and try to launch to a new one. But again, tailor your offering, tailor your service, and definitely tailor your marketing and sales to meet the primary mindset of your primary target market. So if you're targeting innovators, you need to offer them new, innovative there's got to be some sense of excitement, something, you know, try something no one else has tried. Um, the same message will land flat with laggards. So depending where you are in the, in the market, depending where your clients are, you need to tailor your message to them. So I hope this helps you. I had this aha moment that I see a lot of marketing tailored to, say, laggards when they're trying to launch an innovative product or vice versa. And you can see the further apart our messages from our audience on this bell curve, the more frustration we're going to have, the slower our results will be. So we want to be on top of things and we really want to help our customers adopt our technology, our product or service where they are. So the good news is you can have multiple messages for the same product, but you want to make sure you're reaching the right people. I hope that was helpful. Please comment below and let me know what your biggest takeaway was from this. Thank you.
Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. We hope that you enjoyed this episode, and we invite you to either click the link below or scan the QR code to register and listen to other episodes of our podcast. Or if you think your business or you would be a great guest to be on our show, we're always looking for experts in one of the nine elements of holistic wellness. We'd love to have you. You can either click the link below or you can scan the QR code and complete our speaker intake form. Thank you and to your wellness.